and welcome to Differing Tips, the show that details the ways one neurodivergent person tries to make their life a little easier in a neurotypical world while not harming their brain or their soul. I'm your host, Claire McDonough, and today we're going to talk about how to build and keep solid routines. We'll discuss the ins and outs of what constitutes a good routine and how you maintain that routine. Our first topic is going to be what goes into a routine. Your personal routine should consist of things such as taking care of yourself, like hygiene items, what times you eat, daily appointments you have, such as class times for school or specific times you must be at work, and any extra activities you might be doing regularly during your day. My personal routine consists of getting coffee first thing in the morning, giving my dogs some water, getting a little bit of time to dance in super early in the morning, and then going into the bathroom and doing chores such as getting dressed and other hygiene items. Then I make sure that I have done the dishes, I've made sure my laundry's put away, I get some food, check some messages, and start my school day. Then I make sure I get lunch, and then go back to school, and once I'm finished with school, I have some time to work on projects or other activities I might want to do. I have specific days that I help feed my pets in the evening. Then I've got dinner. I typically end up watching a show or a movie after dinner, and then I hang out and then get ready for bed. Now, on the weekends, my routine changes slightly to accommodate my therapy appointments, and instead of having school, I use a to-do list on my weekends to make sure that I'm still being productive. All of this information is kept track of in my written daily routine. When creating your personal daily routine, there are a couple things you need to be aware of. One is not including too much information. You don't need to write down every single step. Your brain may break making coffee down into 15 steps, but as long as you know the steps, as long as those are built into your brain, you don't need to write down every single step of making coffee on your daily routine. However, if you do have a list of chores that maybe you tend to screw up the order of, that would be helpful to write down in your daily daily routine. Another thing to be aware of is you may need multiple daily routines. For example, I have a routine that I use for weekdays, and I have a specific routine for Saturdays and Sundays, because the things I may have to do on those days tend to be different. next topic is how to use this daily routine effectively. Your routine should mostly be comprised of things you're already doing. Your routine is just a written version of that. A big thing you need to know is when to break routine. What constitutes a reasonable reason to differ from that schedule and from that daily routine? For example, if I have a week off of school, that would be a good reason to not use my regular week plan. If I have a dance show on a Saturday, I'm probably not going to be getting my to-do list done, at least not in the same way, because I will be busy getting ready for that show. These are big routine breaks, or big changes of routine, or vacations, or days off. A lot of times, changes in routine and breaking routine will be a lot smaller, such as you have an appointment at a time where you would normally be at work, or you have 
a half day for your kids. If you're an adult, you have, your kids have a half day and so you're leaving work early to pick them up. Or you have a class canceled that day and so you suddenly have a class space where there would normally be class and there's no class there. Planning out these breaks in routine can be very helpfully done in the planner that we discussed last episode. Combining your daily routine with your planner will help make sure that these breaks in routine still go smoothly. Now, to have your planner be helpful in your daily routine, using that planner and using planning tools needs to be built into your daily routine. Personally, I have a specific time written down for me to check my planner every single morning during the week because I write all of my assignments down in my planner. Our final topic of this episode will be tools to help keep your routine in place. I have two systems that I like to use to help keep me on track with my routines. One system is using visual reminders. For example, me and my sibling alternate who unloads the dishwasher every day. We have a sign on the dishwasher that is clipped to it by a magnet. It's red on one side and green on the other and it has the first initial of our name. And when we've done the job, we flip that sign to show the other person that the next time that the dishwasher needs to be unloaded, it will be that person's turn. I have a gold bingo sheet, which I'll discuss in a different episode, but I keep it right where I can see it so that it doesn't leave my mind. Using visual reminders to help keep me on routine falls within one of my organization techniques, which is visible organization, making sure you can see things so that they don't fall out of your brain. I used to also have a list of chores I had to do in the bathroom hanging on the wall of my bathroom. I've now removed it because I found a different system that works a little bit better, but that was extremely helpful for a while. The other system I use to help keep me steady on my routines is dry erase cards. I made a set of cards that live on a binder ring out of flashcards that I laminated with some packing tape to make them dry erase. These, I have three sets of these cards and they are labeled with weekday, Saturday, and Sunday for me and they have they contain all of my daily routine items detailed out and it's dry erase so that as I go through my day I can mark off what I have done. This means that I can see if I miss a step and it makes me less likely to miss a step. My sibling has done a very similar thing with their morning routine which they use a checklist for on just a piece of binder paper, but I find that the cards are a little bit more helpful as well because it's fun to erase the things afterwards. Now, depending on your or your child's age, you could do this one of a couple ways. I got the idea from a tool that some teachers and parents use for their younger autistic kids to help them learn routines, which is they use picture cards. Now, if your child is younger and struggling with their routines, this could be very helpful, associating the picture with the routine step rather than just the words. However, if you're in middle or high school like me, you probably don't need the pictures to know 
what the things on the list mean. For example, I know that the word coffee on my list means I need to go get myself some morning coffee. I don't need a picture to remind me what that means. This tool overall can be super helpful in making sure that you get your whole routine done every single day. So today we talked about what makes a good routine, which is the things we're doing every day, just written down, how to best adjust and deviate from that routine, and some tools like visual reminders and cue cards to help you keep that routine. Setting a daily routine can help keep a sense of security for you. Keeping it can be tricky, but by using the aforementioned tools, you can help keep your routine intact. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Differing Neurotypes, titled Building and Keeping Routines.